Reality Brothers. If you've been wondering what the root cause of your porn habit and your masturbation habit is and why you keep going back to these things even though you hate it and even though you don't want to, then this is the lesson for you, the video for you. Actually, in fact, this is a lesson from our program that I'm giving to you guys totally for free. And don't worry, I'm not gonna be selling you this program. It's completely closed and people have paid money for this program and I just wanna release it to you guys over the coming weeks and months. So please stay tuned for those videos. Please enjoy. Hey, you're listening to the Quit Porn, Achieve More podcast, where we talk about how to break free from porn quickly and easily so that you can finally live with integrity, confidence, and focus on bigger and better things. My name is Ben Uyama, and I gave up porn more than five years ago after battling it alone for most of my life. I've been married for more than 12 years, we have three kids, and I've been helping men quit porn one-on-one for more than 10 years now. Let's get started. What does it actually take to beat this thing? Because you've tried a lot of things, right? Many years or maybe decades even, you've tried to beat porn on your own, but you haven't had success. So you wonder, at the back of your mind, you're wondering, is this even possible to beat this thing? And fundamentally, there are two things that are required to beat porn for for good and have long-term success. Number one is that you have to replace the habit. You can't just abstain from porn. We've discussed that already. You have to replace the need for porn in your life with your North Star or something that is more in line with where you want to be and who you want to become so that porn just doesn't become an issue for you anymore. That's the part of it. That's a factor. The second thing that is critical that across the board is essential to people beating porn is to figure out the root cause of why you use pornography, okay? And to explain this uh, this uh, idea, I want to use a metaphor or an analogy. And this is something that I think will really help you understand your habit. And that is, if you woke up one day and you had a rash on your arm, like a, like a tiny little rash, and you thought, oh, interesting, it was itchy. So you went to the doctor and you asked for some kind of prescription, like a cream, and the doctor gave you a, a cream to put on the rash. You went home, you put the cream on, and it disappeared temporarily, instantly disappeared, and then the very next day you woke up and the rash was back again, but this time it was bigger. And then you went back to the doctor and you said, doc, can I have some more cream, what's going on? So the doctor needs more cream, you put more cream. You do this every day for weeks and weeks and months, until the rash is just bigger and bigger and every time you apply the cream, it just is bigger the next day. This, my friends, is exactly what it's like to have a porn and masturbation habit. The cream is not actually helping you with the rash. And so how do you, in this analogy, in this metaphor, how do you actually get rid of the rash, right? You stop using the cream altogether and you just let it kind of heal itself naturally. But here's the twist that a lot of people don't get. I'm gonna take this uh, analogy a little further is that the cream itself is causing an allergic reaction. Let me say that again. The cream that you're applying to the rash is causing an allergic reaction and it's temporarily soothing it, but then the very next day it's coming, it's inflamed and it's bigger and it's more itchy and it's more red, right? So this is exactly what it's like to have a porn habit. Your brain believes, because you've trained your brain over many years or the porn industry has trained your brain into believing that you require this cream in order to soothe this this uh, this rash. You require pornog- pornography in order to soothe a, a root cause that is causing this rash or causing your desire, the need to use porn in your life. And you're just soothing that root cause with more cream, or in, in this case, more pornography. But the trick is, the thing that people don't, don't get is that that cream itself is causing the rash. In other words, your porn habit is causing you more anxiety, more stress, more depression, more boredom, more desensitization to real sexuality and actual experiences to the point that you require this this cream, this porn in order to experience life, right? 
The thing is, however, the fastest way to get rid of the rash is just to stop using the cream, go cold turkey, and just get off of it. And this is why doing the porn reboot for at least 28 days before, or for four weeks is really critical to beating porn and having long-term success. So in this video, I'm gonna go over some really common examples of root causes that I've seen with a lot of people. And my my thing is that I, I believe really that there's always one singular root cause for a lot of people. And of course, people were very complicated and many times we have certain traumas in our life or certain experiences that shape our beliefs about ourselves and we'll get into that a little bit at the end. But fundamentally, I think it's actually a lot simpler than we might think. There's usually more to do with the root cause of why you use porn has nothing to do with porn itself, if that makes sense. In fact, pornography, your use of pornography has really nothing to do with porn. It's more to do the, with the reason that you use it and the reason that, the I guess, the, the, the escape mechanism that you've created in your life, the system you've created in your life, the crutch that you've created in your life to escape certain emotions or to deal with certain stressors in your life. And I am of the belief that there is usually one singular stressor in your life, in everyone's life, that is causing them the most amount of anxiety and stress that is causing them to go to porn most of the time. And of course, like I said, we're more complicated than just one thing. But if you find that singular stressor in your life and address that, your chances of, of beating porn drastically increase because you stop using porn to soothe, soothe the rash on your arm. Instead, you focus on what you should focus on is why you even got the rash in the first place. Why is it that your body is having this reaction and, and creating a rash? When you address that, you won't have the rash anymore. You won't have the need, the urge to go back to pornography. Okay, so, so far we've established that you need to replace the habit with something. You need to replace your habit because abstaining for the sake of abstaining is not gonna have any success because you're always, always gonna go back to porn. Why? Because porn, you've, you've found, is the easiest and quickest and simplest solution to all of your problems in life. And we'll, we'll go over a bunch of them, right? And if as long as your life is just kind of mediocre and not exciting, but rather kind of boring, then your, porn is gonna be the easiest ways, way to soothe your emotions and, and live your life, right? And the second fundamental thing that you need is you need to figure out the root cause and actually have the discipline and the daily habit. This is really where the rubber hits the road. The daily habit of identifying the root cause of why I'm feeling today this urge to, to watch porn and act out. We might think that, you know, oh, maybe you saw something triggery on Instagram or on TikTok or on a TV show and that because of that, you were triggered down this rabbit hole of wanting to seek out pornographic content. That's actually not the case, all right? And I'm willing to, to bet and argue with you <laughs> that the reason that you're going, when you feel urges is because something in your life is at the root causing you this desire to escape something, okay? So here are the most common examples that we found. Uh, I'll start with the first one being relationships because this is close to home for me. This was my big root cause. Uh, when, when after we were married for a few years, I had you know brought my porn and masturbation habit, habit into my relationship. You know, unintentionally, I was I was really clean from it for for a few years, and then soon after our relationship, I started you know slipping and sliding, and I put my guard down, and I was hit really hard uh, back with relapses, and. It actually lasted for a number of years and it was really the biggest shame point in my life because I was really kind of like a, an upstanding guy and I was a man of faith and, and I, I had pride in my relationship with my wife and I didn't want to talk to her about it and, and I couldn't let anyone really find out about this thing. Uh, so the bottom line for me, uh, what I want to get to is that 
when my wife and I ha had tension in a relationship, and trust me, we had a lot of it, especially in the earlier years <laughs> of our marriage. And, you know, we've been married for only 11 years now, but in the beginning stages, it was really tough. And it was really at those moments where we were butting heads and, and struggling so much and arguing about stuff. And it was because of that friction in a relationship that was causing me the most stress in my life. And I realized that at those times when our relationship wasn't good, when it wasn't smooth, when we were really butting heads, when we were not united and, and synced up with each other, but rather we were at each other's throats for whatever reason, it was at that those moments that I felt the most stress in my life and that I was most susceptible to acting out and watching porn and masturbating. It was always like clockwork. Every single time I acted out and slipped up, it was because my wife and I were arguing or fighting about something. And it was always the easiest way for me to escape that emotion of stress in a relationship and just bring me to relaxation and justify my habit and saying, oh, my wife is, you know, she's she's mean and she's she's not being sexually appealing to me. And she's just, you know, and I might and I might as well just go to porn because porn is the easiest way for me to experience, you know, sexuality. And, and anyways, all this justification that was going on in my mind. Right. So for me, it was a relationship. It was singularly that relationship that caused me the most amount of um, stress. But here's the thing, guys. I'm not here to tell you that it was my wife. Like it was her responsibility to make sure I was happy. It was, it was not like it was her fault. Absolutely not that I was causing. But it was really when I had to peel back the layer, and we'll talk about that in a bit, and realize that I had a lot of stress and anxiety and actually trauma and stuff I had to deal with when I really asked myself, like, why do I feel this tension in our relationship, this anxiety when we're fighting? Like, why? And I'll actually give some examples at the end when I talk about peeling the layer. Uh, so another example, just to move on from here. Um, so relationships, maybe a relationship with your your one of your parents. I know one, for one guy that I was working with, he was coming to our, our group calls every week, really like all over the place, really inconsistent. Like one day he was a one, the next day he was a t 10. And then and he was just kind of spiraling out of control. And then suddenly, like through our kind of peeling back the layers and, and we realized that at the core of his stress was really his relationship with his mother. OK, now this is not a child. He's in you know, his, his 30s. He's an, he's a young, young man. Right. And he when we identified that his, his relationship with mom was causing a lot of stress, I asked him to really focus on that relationship and, you know, take her out on walks or go eat stuff occasionally and she, he really invested on communicating better with her and after he did that he started coming to our calls really consistently like on top of his sexual integrity he had recovered he had full control over his of his his porn habit and then he eventually came to a place where it was over a year that he was clean and then he started um, helping other guys uh, beat porn and masturbation right so here's a clear example of, of one of many people that identified the single thing that helped them address the root cause of what was causing them stress in a relationship maybe it's a relationship with with your father that you have or your mother or one of your siblings maybe it's a relationship with your spouse or fiance or whoever it may be maybe it's a relationship with God or spirituality or your beliefs right maybe that relationship with God you have is not where you want it to be and because of the relationship that there's tension in your relationship with God or whoever it's causing you stress to to go back to porn and that stress is causing you more shame and then that shame is causing you to go back to porn to escape those emotions and it kind of spirals out of control guys there's a reason that emotional awareness is one of the most critical parts 
of beating porn and masturbation. This is why some people are way better at handling addictions and less susceptible to addictions than other people is because some people have better self-awareness and, and emotional awareness so they can un- identify their emotions and release them in a productive way instead of running away from them or bottling them up, Is that if that's making sense. So another example is through school or work. This is extremely common. You're, you're stressed because of work, because your boss, because uh, your teacher, your professor, because you have some stresses around your career or you're not really going anywhere or there's something like that, okay? I'm not here to tell you that that's right or wrong or which direction you should take in your career or anything like that. But what I am saying is that it's your response to those stresses that is your responsibility. And you do not have to let those stresses or anxieties build up and become a, a justification for you to, to escape those, those situations and watch porn and masturbate, okay? So that's why it's critical to find out when you're feeling the stress from work or from school or when you come home from school or from work, you're just so tired and just stressed out about it and you just wanna go back to watching porn and that's the only thing you found to soothe and you've kind of built this habit around it, like I worked hard today, therefore I deserve something at the end of the day to kind of relax and that's basically been pornography, right? So I hope you know where I'm going with this. There's a root reason why you feel anxiety or stress around this thing because the actual stress itself, like work or school, is not causing you to watch porn if that's making sense it's not like your stress relationship with your boss or with your 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 loved one a family member it's not like they're causing you like forcing you and possessing you to go to porn it's nothing like that obviously we can we're adults and we can agree that you are deciding yourself to take yourself out of that situation or that negative emotional state and put yourself into a state of temporary relaxation through watching porn and masturbating so we can agree that it's your decision. You're deciding to do these and it's nothing to do with the circumstance itself. Does that make sense? Because if you put the same person in the same environment, people respond very differently. My wife and I are very different in the way that we respond to our children, for example. Uh, You know, I might get a lot more stressed out when there's like someone spills milk on the carpet or something. My wife's kind of just like, eh, it's fine. You know, make them clean it up (laughs) or just clean the carpet or something, right? Hey, just a quick reminder that you guys can completely block porn on all your devices today with Covenant Eyes for free for 30 days using the promo code BEN, B-E-N. Go to CovenantEyes.com and use the code BEN for a free trial. You can cancel it anytime, guys. No risk to you at all. They also have a ton of resources, support, and motivational content just for you. The question is, are you serious and ready to give this up? All right, back to the show. So another area of stress is obviously finances and it's kind of related to work. So finance is a big stress for a lot of people. It's a point of a lot of anxiety. But my, but my point is when you find out why is it that, ask yourself this, and, I'm, and I wanna to try to peel back the onion and peel back the layers here. Try to ask yourself, why is it that finances is a point of stress for me? Why is it that I feel anxious when I can't pay the bills or when there's a big expense, an unexpected expense, or I you know, didn't have any money left at the end of the month to save or to take my wife out on a date or anything like that, right? Why does that cause you stress? And really just pinpoint that and write it down. And what you'll find at the core of it is that there is a certain level of anxiety or, or insecurity and stress, a stressor there, maybe a point of trauma in the past in your life that you have never really addressed. And this is really critical because trauma is obviously one of the the biggest pain points that that leads people to using pornography and substance abuse and developing addictions, right? 
Another point is is boredom, right? And I'm going to get into this quite a bit here because I I honestly believe that most people in our world have are living a really boring life, to be honest. <laughs> I think most of us, and I kind of include myself here, but at least I, I feel like I found a way to, to escape being a boring person and living a boring life because I found like my calling. I found what excites me and is doing stuff like this for you guys, right? But I'm, I'm convinced fully that anyone who grew up in today's culture, especially with the emphasis on preschool to, you know, think about this logically, right? Kids who are growing up in an environment where they, from the time they're three, four years old, even earlier, to the time they're graduating high school or college, entire like 20 year period of their life, they are led down this, this, this path in believing that they should do X, Y, and Z with their time, with their focus, with their energy. And if you don't do X, Y, and Z, you're considered an, an, an outcast and, and you don't know what you're doing with your life, right? But the reality is, and I'm, I'm not trying to debate, I'm not trying to say that it's right or wrong to you know, go to you know, public school or private school or anything like that, but the reality is that most of us have been led down a path of just not knowing what to do with our lives. If you think about it logically, a kid who's going, you know, to, to school for 20, 20 years straight, Monday through Friday, eight, eight hours a day, and maybe some break here and there, like what energy do they have left at the end of the day to really find out what makes them come alive? Like what makes them excited in life? Basically, we've been trained for in almost every culture of the world to squash down our passions, to squash what we feel like we, sh- we want to do in our lives and just kind of follow a cookie cutter system. Like this is the reality. I have kids myself and I understand. I, I went to school myself too. And I understand that when you come home from work or from school or any or your, any of your day-to-day di- uh, duties, you have very little energy and motivation to do the things that really, really come make you passionate and make you come alive and, and make you just want to become the best version of yourself, right? The first thing we want to do when we come home from school for most of our lives is, is what? Just goof around, play video games, watch porn. Watch TV shows. It's not to like go exercise or or become a professional cyclist or make videos or be creative, but essentially our societal view on on life has been been basically taught that 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 anyways that that kind of thing isn't important. So I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying that this is a true reality that that a lot of us are bored. Like a lot of people are bored and just have not had the time or energy to figure out what you're really excited about. Like what you really are here to do. What are you put on this planet to do? What is God or whoever created you to do? And I think this is one of the fundamental root causes of why people use porn. It's because when people are working and going to school, most of their spending, most of their waking hours doing that sort of thing, they have nothing left to give to what they really care about. You have nothing left to give if you're, if you're working a career that you absolutely hate and you have no passion for, and you have very little time to actually do things that you care about, like raise a family or like, work on a passion or a project or help people or develop a mission or do something with your life and become a leader in your own right. And that's because we're bored. And I say this all the time, but as long as your life is boring, porn will always be part of your life, my friends. Why? Why do I say that? It's because the easiest way to escape life is to go back to porn. I was talking with a guy a few weeks ago who has chronic headaches because of some medical condition, right? And he says, like, Ben, the only way I can escape these, these headaches is to watching porn. I was like, are you, like, you believe that? Like, you honestly believe that the only way to soothe your headaches is through watching porn. It may be one way, 
but there are a hundred other things that are better for you that probably would do the same effect. It's just that porn has become the easiest solution to take you instantly out of a state of stress, anxiety, whatever, headaches, into a state of relaxation. Porn is the easiest way that you have found to take yourself out of a state of all of this, whatever stresses you feel in your life, and take it into a state of relaxation temporarily. You're putting a band-aid on, you're putting the cream on it, and you're not actually addressing the root cause. And this is what all of these things are, okay? So that's boredom. Now I wanna get to the how-to, right? Peeling the onion. This is a practice that I use, and I've taught to people that's really effective and helping people deal with urges in particular. Like the next time that you feel a strong urge, or think about the last time, the last time that you had a strong urge, right? Think about that right now. And you kind of were just battling it, right? Maybe you, you gave up, maybe you slipped up, maybe you gave in. Think about why that day in particular you were feeling stressed out. Think about what was causing you that stress, what was causing you that anxiety in that day. And sometimes you don't know it, right? And that's what I'm here to help you guys do and, and, and figure out what's going on in here. What did you, what was causing you that? And try to identify it. For example, if it was a relationship, right? I'll use myself as an example. This, this again was my biggest stress. When I was stressful in my relationship with my wife, we were arguing, that was the biggest stressor. So I had to have the discipline and the habit of figuring out, okay, calm down. I feel really stressed out because I am fighting with my wife. And I know that when I'm fighting with my wife, I feel really triggered to go and watch porn because I found I know that's a really easy way to escape this feeling. So put a, let's put a bookmark in that. Now, now my practice here that I'm t- teaching you guys, peeling the onion, is always asking the question, why? Always ask the question, why, until you peel it far enough to figure out what the root cause is, right? For my own example, I feel really stressed. Why do I feel really stressed about my relationship with my wife? I could just say, oh, she's a biatch. She's just being mean. Like, no, that's that's like my opinion, right? That's my belief. But let's let's keep it on me for a second, right? I feel stressed about my relationship with my wife because I really value a good relationship. I really, really value having a good relationship. Why do I, and, and when I when I don't have a good relationship, I feel like I'm failing. I feel like I'm failing as a man. I feel like I'm not providing for my wife. I feel like she's unhappy and I'm failing my duty as a provider for our family. Okay, why do I feel like a failure? Why does it that my relationship with my wife is causing me me to feel like I'm failing in our relationship? Well, it's because my parents raised me in a way that I, I, I believe that I really should be a good husband and that's kind of like my greatest mission in life. Okay, why is that relationship, why is it so important for me to portray to my parents that I have a good relationship with my, you see where I'm going with this, that why do I have feel this need to portray this? Well, I feel like I need to be perfect all the time. I need to, I feel like I need to be perfect with everything I do. Okay. Why do I feel like I need to be perfect with everything I do? Well, if I'm, if I'm not perfect at everything I do, then I feel like I'm letting down my parents. I feel like my parents are going to be upset at me because I don't have a good marriage. And so when I keep peeling that back and I'm at the root of it, I'm realizing that I have a lot of actually trauma and experience in regards to how I was raised with my parents because my parents at certain points in my life, I recall, did get kind of upset at me or angry at me. You know, it's not their fault, obviously, but they got angry at me because uh, of some situation where I felt like I did my best at something and it wasn't good enough. And so I feel like I have to be the best version of myself all the time. And if I'm not, and if I feel like I'm failing or if I'm not up to my standard of what perfect is, 
then I feel like a failure. And that's where I start kind of start spiraling out of control. Do you understand where I'm going here? Let's use a different example, a big one. Finance, right? Why do I feel stressed about my finances currently? If you know things are generally going okay, I'm surviving, I'm alive, I have income, right? Why am I stressed? If, if a sudden bill comes up or or if you know the, the market tanks or anything like that well i guess because when i was a child we didn't have a lot of money and there was caused a lot of stress in my life and i feel like that's just going to cause a lot of stress because of that right so you can see how this always kind of goes back to something that that's the at the root of it and when you can do that this is what's important guys you have to have somebody to share this with and if you're in any fortunate situation where you have a spouse or loved one or anyone in your household, a parent that you can talk about this kind of thing, that's the best thing you can do, guys, is because you can actually address your porn habit without talking about porn. You know, talk about accountability. Talk about, uh, you know, sharing with your spouse, your wife. It's like, yeah, honey, I'm today I'm feeling really stressed out because we're fighting. And this is what I did, by the way. We're fighting and I don't like fighting and, and it causes me all stress because I, you know, my parents, et cetera, et cetera, when I was a child. And so I'm peeling back the layers and I'm expressing my emotions in a productive way to my spouse, but also addressing the root cause of why you use porn at the same time. So you're addressing porn without talking about porn. This is why I keep saying, guys, that porn has really nothing to do with porn itself. Of course, porn is addictive. Of course, the, the industry is after us. Of course, we're visual creatures, all that. We're sexual beings. But those are factors. Let me make that really clear. There are factors that contribute to a porn addiction, but the reason you choose to use porn is different. The reason you choose to use porn is there is a root cause for it. And usually it is a singular stressor, or at least there is one singular stressor that is the biggest stressor that is causing you to always go back to porn, okay? So I want you guys to have the practice of peeling the onion anytime you feel urges or or triggers, or you just have that feeling and you're like, oh, today, you know, it's been a few days or a few weeks or months, and I just feel like the, the urge is coming, like the temptation is coming. What can I do? Like, just go out and write it down or just pray or meditate, whatever you need to do. Just peel back the, the the onion, ask yourself why, and then share that with somebody. Or if you can't share with somebody, share it with me or share it with a group, accountability group, or anything like that, and you will see success. Just to reiterate how important this is. This is one of the two most important things to get right if you want to beat porn for good, because if you don't address this, you will always keep porn with your life, uh, as part of your life because it is the easiest way for you to escape difficult situations and emotions, okay? And I'll see you in the next video. Hey, just a quick reminder that you guys can completely block porn on all your devices today with Covenant Eyes for free for 30 days using the promo code BEN, B-E-N. Go to covenanteyes.com and use the code BEN for a free trial. You can cancel it anytime, guys. No risk to you at all. They also have a ton of resources, support, and motivational content just for you. The question is, are you serious and ready to give this up? All right, back to the show.